This is Suspenders Unbuttoned, a podcast where friends talk with friends about TV, movies, and books. Hi, welcome to Suspenders Unbuttoned podcast. We're very excited to have Andrew Walker as our guest today. Hi, Hi Andrew. Guys. Hi. Hi. How are you? you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm. It's like 80 degrees out here in California. Don't want to rub it in. I'm sorry. I know you're in Minnesota. I'll be up in Montreal, Canada, my hometown of Montreal, Canada, though, in two weeks. So I'll be experiencing the uh, the cold with you guys. Yeah. A little colder, too. Might yeah, I'm only jealous. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, though, guys. I'm, I really, really appreciate it. Well, we really um, appreciate you coming on. We weren't expecting it. It was a wonderful surprise. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, let's talk about your movie, uh, My Family, My Christmas Family Tree. Um, I heard that it was the top movie of 2021 so far. Is that right? So far, yes. That's what. Uh, that's the word on the street. Um, I, yeah, I'm. I've you know obviously so excited and thrilled at the uh at the numbers i'm sorry about hey hey westy westy okay got uh, got got my six-year-old in the background here um but yeah no just feel very fortunate to have been a part of this cast this incredible ensemble cast and um and the story obviously it's something that hallmark hasn't really ventured into in the past you know with the foster care system Mm -hmm. and um and just just to uh you know kind of like one of these typical i don't want to say typical but like you know a familiar large family christmas story like you know home alone or right, uh, right. christmas vacation you know all yeah. these these great movies that have big families that are um, all part of the cast you know right awesome those are some of the most classic movies out there too I yes mean, yeah we play year after year and i can see this becoming a year after year uh, movie that gets played um, over and over yeah, yeah. um so it's the hope so we we're going to ask some just basic questions about filming. Is this a movie that was filmed in like the 14, 15 days that Hallmark normally films in? Yes. Yeah. This is this was a 15 day shoot, pretty much as all the Hallmark movies are, mm-hmm. um, except for the Hall of Fame ones. I think they have a little more time. I think it's like 21 days. Okay. Um, but shot up in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, we usually shoot outside of Vancouver, downtown Vancouver, where we get more tax credits. So it's, okay. you know, uh, Lang- Fort Langley, mm-hmm. um, Maple Ridge is another place, Abbotsford, I think is where they shoot When Calls the Heart. But right. uh, yeah, just all these suburbia areas are like more like farm. What used to be farm land is now more suburbia, but um, yeah, that's where we shot it. It doesn't feel like a movie that was only shot in the 14 days. Like, you know, usually, especially lately you watch these movies and you can t- kind of tell like, well, they're in a big time crunch. Not everything makes sense. There's not a lot of layers. Um, we still love them, but um, I feel like this was so different because there were layers and it mostly, it just, it felt deeper and it felt, um, uh, well, I don't know the word, maybe a little slower paced. It yeah. flowed in a good way. Yeah, flowed nicely. Yeah, no, I appreciate you. I I love that you recognize that. Um, you know, we, I think what's you're you're going to start seeing that a lot a lot more now with Hallmark movies. <clears throat> when I first started working on these movies back, you know, uh, Bride for Christmas was my first Hallmark mm-hmm. movie uh, eight years ago now. I think it was, and um, we used to have. I used to find out about when I'd have to leave for the job 
five to six days before I would be on an airplane, I'd get the script six days before I was shooting on a Monday. So I I would just, you know, I'd shoot up to Vancouver or Winnipeg, um, which is usually where they shoot these movies. And uh, I would just be nonstop, you know, buried in my script until we start our, our day one shooting. Whereas my Christmas family tree and also the one I did previously, the 27 hour day uh, with Autumn Reeser, I got the script two weeks before and you can't, you know, you, you still, I don't fully commit to memorizing that script, that material, because a lot does end up changing uh, mm-hmm. up until the first day of shooting. But what Hallmark and obviously, I mean, look, I've done 21 movies now, so they, they have a, a little bit of faith in me that I can, I can, I, I can bring something uh, that is within their, uh, within the format of what they're trying to shoot or within right. the, uh, the brand, you know? And so, um, with this one, I had I had the script two weeks before, and I just I worked on it every single day for a few hours a day, and mm-hmm. um, and then as the day as it got closer to our shooting, when they're locking the script a little bit more, I had you know I always have a lot of feedback. I'm more of a a front heavy kind of um, collaborator where I I meet with the I meet with the leading lady that I'm working with. I try to go for at least a couple dinners or just and the and the director obviously mm-hmm. and just kind of break the ice. And because um, it's yeah, it's it's very it's really tough to to get that chemistry going, you know, on the 15 days. Usually you hit you hit it, you know, like five days in, you start opening up to each other. You spend so much time with with each other on a set, but you know, some sometimes I've worked, I've met the girl on a on a Saturday, and we read the script on a on a on a Sunday a little bit, and then we're we have our kissing scene on the Monday, you know. So it's like <laughs> like it's like uh. Just a little awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's a little like you know, I'm, you know, I just want to make you feel comfortable, and so, so yeah, so so this one, I had I had a couple weeks to dive into it, and I had a lot of notes, and I had a I was able to bring a lot of my ideas to the table, and um, and same with James Tupper, and who's an amazing, you know, he's a great actor, and right. he's coming off right. of fresh off of Big Little Lies, working with right. Meryl Streep, and then on to yeah. our little uh, little engine that could. And um, and Amy Teagarden, you know, yeah. working with with Kyle Chandler as her father on Friday Night Lights, and he was right. like a multi, multi Emmy award winning actor. And so, we just right. yeah, we really lucked out with this with this cast. Can, how can you tell us a little bit how you prepare for your roles? So when yeah. you get your script, what do you do? I I have it down to a formula now. I need that for the type of person that I am and I mm-hmm. no. I'm a little no. bit of a scatterbrain so I I've never been a good person to focus um so I have to find techniques and different ways to do it I have like a I have a playlist I put together now which is like just it's kind of spa music very okay. like it's almost like classical spa music mm-hmm. I put that on and then I um I read the script as many times as I possibly can so like you know I'll, I'll sometimes get in 30 reads before I start really just like breaking it up and mm-hmm. and um breaking up the scenes right and uh so I do that up until about five days before we start shooting and then five days before we start shooting I will um hey buddy can you hey Westy can you take that inside or a little bit away from daddy's speaker do you hear that in the background guys a little no. kind of okay good good okay. so um he's fine Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wants to hang out next to me. Um, so, so then I, then, then five days before we start shooting, I start 
kind of diving into the to specific scenes. And then we usually, by that time, we usually have a, a it's called a, a day out of days, which were, which we have like locked days on which days we're shooting, which scenes. So okay. I will start focusing on my first week, you know, three days, four days before we start shooting. And then my first day, two days before we start shooting. And then that's how I kind of break it down. So it's really like a, it's more of like a, you know, macro level. And then I start kind of breaking it into the, you know, the nitty gritty. And I love getting a, a couple days in with my, with, with the, my, whoever I'm working with, you know, cause that's how I'm, I'm more of, I just need to say, take the lines off the page, talk yeah. it out. And that's when I really feel like there's conversation and flow and feeling. And, you know, I'm, I'm very sent. I'm a very, I've realized now I'm, I'm very sensitive to, uh, to, to, to how, what I get back from other people. I'm, you know, it has to be like a tennis match in a way. Right. And, um, so, so yeah, so that's kind of how I do it. That's fantastic. I love hearing how you, uh, get ready for a part like that. Um, uh, I'm, I know that people have different ways that they get ready for a part and it. So the way you do it makes very much sense to me. I very much like to break things down, uh, set up, set up a framework and have a timeline. Um, but I'm also a critical care pharmacist. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So you're, I live in that. You're life. saving lives. I'm just making movies. <laughs> <laughs> also, in pediatrics, so children running around throwing toys everywhere or anything is like my normal day. So okay, that's my yeah. normal day because I have the little kids running around, <laughs> including a little West. So, you do? I do. Mm -hmm. I have a West. Well, he's West done, but we call him either West or West. Depending oh, that's on so cool. Out. Oh, yeah. wow. That's great. Yep. It's a great name. Good name. Good name. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah fun connection. <laughs> so when you're filming this last movie, it's a, it's a Christmas movie. It's got snow in it. We're from the North. That's snow. Real or fake? <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake. It was oh, all, yeah. it's all, yeah, it's all fake. And, <laughs> it's like uh, one of my things. It's just like, oh, uh, or the cars drive up and they're completely clean. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is like, you know, going back to the days that we have on these, it's you, you can't, you, some things you just got to kind of look past and you just, yep. you have to, you have to get, you know, you have to shoot the movie, you know? Right. So, right. so sometimes we just don't have the, or the set decorators, you know, set decks, they don't have the time to put into, uh, into, into the, some of the detail stuff that right. viewers like you would, would, uh, would catch. Right. Um, actually, I thought this one looked really pretty good. Some of them are more rough, and this one yeah, I thought looked I agree. really good. It's the down the sidewalk. Sometimes it's like, oh, don't do that shot because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought there was a down the sidewalk shot in this one that I was like, oh, that 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 looks pretty good. They, good. Somebody worked hard at that. So I how, think they're getting better and better. You know, yeah. I think they're getting better and better at it. What they used to they used to use foam. Yeah. And now they use a um like a synthetic kind of blanket. They use like yeah. a white blanket that they put down yeah um and then they punch that up a little bit in in post but uh but they're they're starting to figure out you know what what works and sometimes like the snowball fight scene we actually used real snowballs yeah uh, i could tell people were reaching behind things to grab a snowball that got yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> you're good julie you're good you're good yeah you're pro you're a pro you know i picked up on all of that yeah yeah <laughs> Wait, also, in real, you know, as somebody who grew up in a cold time, if you're going to do a planned snowball fight, you have a bucket of snowballs made, too. So it oh, works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. <laughs> Andrew, is it harder to uh, film when it's warm and pretend it's cold or the opposite? Like film in the cold and pretend it's warm? Like, what I you mean, find? you're talking to a Canadian, so I'm, I'm pretty good with the cold, but I, I have... I've lost a bit of my uh, my heart, my my uh, hardiness, or my my yeah. my the toughness of of dealing with the cold uh, after leave, living in California for twenty years now. So, um, I would I would prefer being in the heat. Mm -hmm. I prefer being in the heat and playing it like it's cold than being in the cold right. playing like it's hot. Now, we forgot to tell you earlier, you're on your phone, so I don't know if you can see this, but we do have live comments, and I don't know if they're going to pop up for you. On the I can't phone. see them on my end. Okay. No. All right. Um, well, well, we'll go through them later and um, see if anybody has any questions. But Okay, please. I just have a thought Is that a red and white husky besides? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You're Luna. Yeah. Come we on. had two red and white huskies. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Oh. That is, you see here? Look over here. Yeah. What's over here? What's over here, girl? She's going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we used to have a, it's actually amazing. We used to have a a, a husky named Took. She left, lived till 16 <laughs> years old. And uh, I would always tell her, I'd be like, girl, I'm going to get you a backyard. I'm going to get you a backyard. Yeah. You know, and living in LA, it's always like it's apartment living here, you know? Right. And uh, finally, we, we bought our house and with a backyard, and uh and she 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 passed unfortunately six, at 16 years old but wow. um spread her ashes in our in our yard so she sprinkled everywhere and and it just so happens that our my neighbor just like you know neighbor next to us and our neighbor in front of us the neighbor in front of us have an akita that okay. they that they have so we have a husky breed and then we have uh luna okay. which is the husky next door to us so we have two we're, we're surrounded by two huskies wow that's awesome it's great I love it. Um, I have to say one of my favorite parts of this movie before we finish up on it was all the shout outs that Providence, Rhode Island got because that's where I'm from. <laughs> so that was my favorite. Um, I did laugh though, because I feel a lot of, um, they talked about Connecticut and Rhode Island almost like they were intertwined. Like we had mm -hmm. a Rhode Island town in Connecticut. And um, I think it was like the theater from that they said was in Rhode Island was Connecticut. So anyway, that made me laugh, but I just love, um, we don't get mentioned very often. So it was really fun go. to hear Providence throughout an entire movie. So <laughs> shout out to Providence. <laughs> shout out to Providence. It's like when people tell me, they're like, like oh yeah, I, you're from Canada. I know I know somebody in Canada. I'm like, which which part of Canada? Canada's the biggest biggest country in the world. Which, uh, which part? They're like, oh no, they're from Canada. Yeah, Steve. <laughs> See, if you said you know somebody from Rhode Island, yeah. I can actually say who. Because who, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Catherine and I joke, we both live in the Twin Cities. We live farther apart in the Twin Cities than her state is big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the first time, um, my cousins are from Thousand Oaks in California, and when she brought oh, her great. husband out um, – for the first time, he couldn't understand how we were going to Massachusetts to the liquor store. But I'm like, it's the closest one. It's 10 minutes away. <laughs> He's like, how are you going to another state? <laughs> <It's really close. laughs> yeah. But <laughs> anyway. That's the way it is. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, wait, I have more movie questions. Okay, yes. in the movie, they do a DNA test. Have you ever done a DNA test? I have not, but this movie makes me want to do one. Yeah. 
Not that I have a parent out there that I I don't know about, but, uh, but definitely I would love to know what, what my heritage is, you know, to, to a percentage. It'd be really neat. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun. I've done the 23 and me. You've done 23 and me. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Were you surprised with some of the, some of what you had in there? Actually, um, it told me I was like 99.3% European and I was like, thanks. I know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was surprised because I've always been told I'm a quarter Italian, but it showed me. I was going to say Italian. I would have said yeah. Italian or, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mostly yeah. English and Irish. So, okay. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm that. I'm like a mutt. I'm yeah. more of like a UK mutt. I think right. I'm like, you know, England, Scottish, maybe a little Welsh, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't right. know. Okay. Right. This might come as a surprise, but my grandparents came off the boat from Sweden. And big surprise. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, right. And then my other grandparents came off the boat from Poland. So I just like, I haven't had any reason to really do it, do it. Cause I yeah, literally yeah. know where they came from. But what you say is, is what I see in you too, which yeah. is, yeah, it's like you're, I see right. Polish. Now that you say yeah. Polish, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bring the pierogies and uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. And then all the Scandinavian stuff, which speaking of all the Scandinavian stuff, there was great Scandinavian stuff in, um, in the movie. Uh, you know, there's Lefsa at all of our extended family gatherings. Yeah. Um, we, we were laughing though. It was rolled up and looked very plain. We do um, butter and brown sugar on the left side. Here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Delicious. that would have been that would have been great. Then the cr- then the crew would have gotten into it as well. Right. Correct. 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 The kids grab <laughs> those fast. So yeah, no, it's great. I loved I loved that because it just made it more specific, you know, and it made it more like to to where she comes from, to what her her background is, to what her her you know heritage is, right. and right. and so it was yeah. It's, it was just a, a nice, I think it was just nice for it to be, yeah, more specific, I guess, is the best way to put it. Right. Do you have a yeah. food item that your family always has at Christmas? You know, we do the tr- traditional stuff in in our own way. My uncle swears by his uh, his stuffing. You know, he he lo- he really packs in the sage, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we just do like the, you know, it's just, turkey and 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 stuffing mashed potatoes my my in my in-laws or my wife has uh started this tradition now with her family uh she does this incredible sweet potato that's almost like a dessert it's delicious sweet potato casserole we did it on on home and family uh a few years ago actually my wife and i were on and we uh we shared our family so kinds of things are in this that makes it so delicious yes yeah. Oh, what makes it? What? Yeah. What are the things that? Oh man. Well, butter. Tons of butter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then like uh, we are because Canadian. We put our we put maple syrup in it. Yeah. Yes. And drizzle maple syrup on the top, and then there's pecans on the top. Oh, that um, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. That oh, my wife good. is yelling out. There's no butter. There's what do you use for butter? <laughs> coconut oil. That's the answer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I would use too. And what I'm else? in the Midwest. We use butter. Oh yeah. She says it's dairy free. Oh, look at that. Nice. I could, yeah. I could show uh, how... have it here at my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking you have kids. You... My, my husband just came home with all my kids. So I apologize if you hear like um, a herd of elephants <laughs> coming in. We all we all got the herds at our house. <laughs> they just came in like a wrecking ball for sure. <laughs> Goodness. Um, how, old, like... how old are your kids? 
I have an 11 year old who's just coming home from ballet. That's why um, they're coming. Okay. And then I have an eight and a half year old and a four year old. Oh, great. busy, busy yeah. household. Busy. Good, good ages though. Good gaps. Right. Yeah. 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 The, the oldest and the youngest was really nice when, um, when he was born, she was like seven. So she wanted to be his mom. Um, Aww. you know, so she helped a lot, but now yeah, yeah. the most. So I didn't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't do that. And then they'll be best friends again. That's what my I sister and I so. did. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I had three kids in three and a half years. What? <laughs> While working at the hospital. You're a superhero. Yeah, Julie. Every mother is a superhero, but then uh, mothers that are also taking on the schedules that you're taking. I mean, I, I couldn't believe, I couldn't imagine. There's no way. Yeah. I, it's where, it's, you know, I love my, I love my job. So it works. And like, you love your job and you make it work. Um, yeah. Yeah. You balance your family. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the beauty of mm -hmm. Hallmark too. That's I, people are like, Oh, do you want to work for, you know, you, you want to get on a, on a pilot, you want to get on a TV series. I have friends of mine that are working on TV series in New York and stuff. And just, it's the schedule is just not what I want to, right. what I want to take yeah. on right now. And like, if I were to pick what I, what's the, what's the, the dream scenario right now, it would be exactly what I'm doing. The content I'm doing with, with right. Hallmark and, and the schedules are incredible. I mean, they're 15 day shoots. So with weekends and some prep time, you're there, you're away for 22, 23 days. Mm -hmm. Um, I do that three times a year and then I'm back mm -hmm. home and I'm able to coach my son's baseball team. Yeah. I'm able to be, you know, do yard work, be around, help my wife with our business. We have a small business right. here in yeah. Los Angeles, little, um, West. Li yeah. little West. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's, it, that's the, that's, that's the dream. And I'm, I'm, I'm living it, you know, which I'm, I'm so grateful to say. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, that's how I started watching Hallmark because I'm home all day with my kids. Um, ever since my daughter was born, I stopped working. So I couldn't put anything else on the TV because it's not appropriate. So Hallmark yep. was like the background noise or what that's I could great. Watch. Yeah. Right. I get it. Your yep. kids can see what you do and you don't have to um, hide it. We, from them. That's we nice. watch them. Yeah. I watch my, my movies with my, with my six-year-old. But what it's did great. he think of that? Uh, he, he, Hey Wes, what do you think of daddy's movies? He says, awesome. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's very, he's still figure. He's still, I don't think it, it like he doesn't, it doesn't totally compute. Yeah, I think he's just right. like, he like watches it, looks at me, watches it. And then, you know, in the kissing scenes, he's like, you know, <laughs> daddy, are you really doing that? Are you really doing that? <laughs> <laughs> like really, but not the way I do it to you or mom. Right. You know, we, that's, <laughs> right, it's, right. it's his acting buddy, you know, so. Anyways, yeah, he's. I've had to have with my kids. Pardon me. Not a discussion I had to have with my. Yeah, kids. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you kissing? When is it? Yeah, real? When, yeah. yeah. Is it when you kiss? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, my kids are really loud right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Somebody's having a tantrum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you are going to Christmas Con and. I am. Obama. Yes, I am. I'll be at both. Great. He is coming with me to um, Rama Drama. We're going to be there. Yeah, we'll be at Rama Drama. Oh, great, yeah. guys. So we're yeah. excited. We are really excited, excited to see I am, I'm so excited. I, I, 
uh, T- Tyler Hines is my is my wife's cousin, right. and so he was telling me about Rama Drama, la- Rama Drama last year, and yeah. uh, and so is Paul. Paul Green's a good friend of mine, and uh, and so they they said they had such a great time, and and the 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 fans were, you know, just I mean for for for, for me, I've never been around. My first experience at uh, at Christmas at the Christmas convention, mm-hmm. Christmas Con, I'd never been around uh, such a concentrated group of, f- of fans before like i'll be randomly at a rite aid or mm. you know a big five or somewhere you know and and mainly more in like if i'm in i i do some work in albuquerque so if i'm in albuquerque new mexico outside of california everyone sees celebrities here so they're like whatever whatever right but, and not even i don't even i don't even consider myself a celebrity to be honest like i feel like i'm i always forget that i'm an actor when i walk around <laughs> but i'll be in you know in albuquerque or somewhere else and and people come over and say hi randomly but being at a Christmas con or a place where there's everybody is there for and everybody knows you. Yeah. Yes. Everybody knows your name. You're like, I walked in that first time. I'm like, Oh my goodness, what is going on here? This is like, you feel so much love too. It's a great, like the fan base is just, you, you see what these movies have done for people and how they've, how it's, how they've, it's resonated with them. Right. And, and they really, yeah, it's almost it's it's kind of emotional, you know. You look at you talk to have talk to these people and and hear stories. And the thing about Hallmark that I am always surprised at is how many people. Not, I'm actually not surprised at it now, hearing it so much. But I'll get stopped on airplanes, and you know, uh, last time I was going back home with my family, a woman stopped me on the airplane and said, "Hey, you." I started watching Hallmark and I know you from Hallmark, but I was going through remission from breast cancer and you brought me through that and you, you, you allowed me to escape, you know, and just like take my mind off of it. And you hear, I hear that more times than not. And it's just so special to, to be a part of something like that. Yeah. That's what it was for me. Um, When my middle son um, was young, he was pretty sick. So, I was so stressed out about what was what could be happening that when calls the heart and other hallmark that kind of became my way to disconnect from disconnect, the stress yeah. and just kind of like watch a nice little story and yep. made you feel good. Yeah, so for sure, I relate to that. Is he okay but, now? Everything he is. He has special needs, um, and we did not know when he was little he had Lyme disease, um, which you probably don't know a wow. whole lot about in California. But um, yeah, it's pretty prevalent here. So we have. Fr- I have a close thankful. friend with Lyme disease. I have a, yeah. a very close friend. It's, it, it changed her life. Like like this, she's healthy. Yeah, healthy girl that basically just started losing a ton of weight. Got sick over over mm-hmm. the holidays. Actually, it was like right. three years ago, and. Um, she's yeah, her whole life kind of turned got turned upside down, but she she's she has it under control now and she's um through diet. Through diet is well same big, with that, right. That's yeah. how um my whole life changed because we our diets changed and um health and health and wellness, like what we learned. So he completely rocked our world in a good way. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I good. I only see the intensive care end of that line. Yeah. So I always yeah. have the, the extreme story. So yeah, um, that's where I live at a children's hospital, which is, so there, there's, that's my story. Sometimes when I turn on the TV, uh, I, the day has been um, draining and right. I have yes. something that's uplifting and a bit predictable. Um, yep. uh, I love my job. I'm passionate about it. Um, 
but it takes me to places that other people don't want to go. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, and it's, it's actually one of the things I love about it, but sometimes <laughs> I just need to be able to turn on the TV and see something that I have control over. Right. Yeah. And yep. I love those heartwarming stories. I also like a little sass though, sometimes too. So uh, <laughs> I like when there's good dialogue back and forth or attention uh, yep. like that, but no, that's certainly our, our hallmark stories are come in that way. Very much like the fan base. We're pretty excited to be going to Rama drama. We've, I've never been to anything like this before. No. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I have, I don't know what to expect, but I think, hey, we're gonna be in Florida, and it's right? it, it's uh, it you know for you guys especially, it's gonna be a break from the snow and um, yeah. Florida no, I'm, I'm, in February uh, in January sounds like wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. It could yes. literally be 30 below here when I fly out. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I've done that before, gone from here 30 below to 60 degrees there for gymnastics meets. And like, you know, then the girls are, you know, in their swimsuits and it's 60 and all the Florida right. people look at you like they're nuts. But Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is here for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we're pumped and it looks beautiful. We had Gabrielle um, Palmer on our, our podcast before. Great. And yeah, she's just... Um, delightful. I, we yes. had so much fun talking to her. I love her uh, business sense and how engaging she is. So I'm very excited to be at Brahma Drama. I don't know how she holds it all together, honestly. She's like amazing. <laughs> She's very inspiring. Yeah. 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 I can't wait. Just yeah. the little bit of communication we've had back and forth. She's seems like she's just been so on it. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's doing this for everybody. So, you know, she's, I don't know how she's has the energy to hold it all together and to like make sure everybody right. is being listened to everyone's mm -hmm. needs. And, you know, I hear actors can be kind of uh, needy at times. So, um, <laughs> not, you, <right? laughs> not me, not, not me. No, 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 no. I'm a simple guy. I'm a simple guy. Oh uh, yeah. So we're excited. We don't know what to expect for that. Um, but I think Christmas con might be a little bit more overwhelming. Um, yes. I, I feel like it's going to be a lot more people and lines. Christmas con was like 10,000 people the first, what? the first year, There's like nine to 10,000 people per day. So I don't know wow. now that, now that everyone has just been dying to get out and, and, you know, be yeah. at these things. Right. I think that, I think it's going to be even, you know, a little bit more overwhelming. But they did a really good job with how overwhelming or so it had it was. They did a really good job of keeping it organized and yeah. uh, keeping the flow, I'm, you know, circulating through and panels going at a certain time and yeah. photo ops. You know, just everything was kind of balancing each other. Do you have um, a good story you could tell us about something that happened at Christmas Con that you really uh, enjoyed or surprised you or made you laugh? If you can remember Jeez, that. Part yeah. Back. <laughs> no, you know, um, the, I was surprised at the amount of people that were there. I, I, I had no idea what to expect. I walked in and, and it was just like the entire convention center had, we just said, Andrew. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Like this is, <laughs> this is nuts. You know? Um, so I was very surprised at that, how busy it was. Um, but it was more, no, just, you know, hearing people's stories. And I, I, I do have, uh, I have a, a, I, I tend to talk, carry on conversations 
for a long time with each person. Okay. Um, which I guess was an issue because they're like, well, there's people at the end of the line that need to see you as well, Andrew. And by the time you're going to be done with these conversations, it's going to be <laughs> one o'clock in the morning and we got to shut things down. So you better, you should try to speed things up a little, a little bit, but I just, you know, I also just love talking to people and connecting with them and saying thank you, you know? And right. so, um, no, I don't really have anything specific. I love the panel. And of course the deck, the Hallmark guys. Oh, they're fun. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. fun. So funny. We were in, I was doing this panel with Jesse Metcalf and, uh, and of course the guys, Dan lifts up his hand and he's like, He's like, yeah, what, what do you say? He goes, uh, he goes, the juice, Andrew, the juice. I have a question about the juice. Because <laughs> um, Brand, Brandon has been on my case about doing a, do you know that uh, cotton cotton candy grape? Do you know, they started yeah. doing these cotton candy grapes and they're, they're delicious. delicious. They yeah, taste yeah, like cotton candy. Yeah. And so he's been on my case for three years. He's like, He's, he's Dan gets up and he's like, so the cotton candy juice, when's that coming out? When's that coming out? And they like put, putting me on the spot. And, uh, you know, I was just like, it, it's, 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 give us some time, give us some time, you know? But yeah, yeah those any, cotton candy grapes are delicious. They're yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. It's very sweet. And we don't have a sweet customer necessarily. Like we're in right. whole foods. We're in, um, mm -hmm. a lot of coffee shops that, and the palette right. in California mainly is like more greens. They want more kale. Yeah. They want more, right. um, yeah. which is also what we like. Our fan, I, you know, you know, I, this the sweet ones ha still have a ton of kale in it. You know, it's like pineapple right. kale, turmeric. Right. Um, you know, so so I I think we could do something with the cotton candy. I think it's a I think it's a really good idea. We just have to cut the sweetness with something else that's gonna right. You know, what would you put in it? Balance it. Like maybe cucumber. Oh no. Well, we, we, we have a watermelon juice that we, oh, it used to have 14 that. grams of sugar and all, obviously like all natural sugar. Right. Uh, it was watermelon, wa watermelon rind because the rind has a ton of potassium in it. Mm -hmm. And then it was mint right. and lime, but we good. added, so it was delicious. It is delicious. Uh, but we decided because the watermelons in the off season, they, they tend to go a little more tart, especially when we add the yeah. watermelon rind to it. Mm -hmm. So we added strawberry to it to kind of like regulate in a natural way, regulate the sweetness mm -hmm. when it goes in the, for the off season, um, of watermelons. Um, but we added jicama to it, which oh. was really good. Jicama is more of like a water-based, yeah. more water content, um, vegetable and yeah. it, it, it didn't change the, the taste at all. It was still super sweet because of the strawberries, but it cut the sugar in half. So it right. went down to, from 14 grams to seven grams uh, for an entire bottle of the juice. Okay. And that was our son's favorite juice. So we can give that to him and friends come over and we make popsicles out Ooh, of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My wife puts like ch you know children's um, uh, minerals and extra vitamins in there. So our kids think they're eating these unhealthy popsicles, but they're really oh, yeah, just- Yeah, we uh, do this at yeah. home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you gotta sneak it in, right? Sneak it in any way you can. Oh yeah, yep. Smoothies, right. whatever we can do. Yeah, yeah. My, my four-year-old's really giving me a hard time about it lately. So. Oh yeah, my wife actually makes <laughs> this kale pesto, which is oh, awesome because yeah. it. Yeah, we you do don't, that. It does. Oh, you do ca with kale as well. Oh yeah, I'll oh, mix it with great. the basil. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So things like that, our kids love that with like eggs or whatever, or just you know on a turkey sandwich. 
Do you yeah, grow a lot of your own pasta? What was that, Julie? Do you grow a lot of your own vegetables? And uh, we do. Yeah, yeah we do. So do we, I. We've always pulled from the garden. Oh, great! Yeah, we got a little uh, a little raised garden bed. Yeah. Um. That we yeah we, we harvest from that almost almost daily. Yeah. I love that. I, yeah. <laughs> my garden is dead right now, but yeah. Uh, the only thing I can get out of mine now is the rosemary. Okay. I'll take it till the snow comes. And the kale, kale's super hardy in the cold, right? That that'll go up until a certain point. Late fall, sometimes. Late fall. We yeah, had snow. But yeah. we really failed in our garden this year, so we had to do a farm share. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. Hey, farm share. That's great, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wonderful. Delicious. Yeah. That's incredible that you're supporting the local farms and yeah. stuff. And, um, yeah. it's tough, man. Like we're, we're pulling a, a joke. It's like we eat, I have one, I break off one leaf of kale and it's like $2, you know, it's yeah, like a $2 right. piece of kale. It's not like we're saving money with our, with our garden. We're, we're just, it's a good way of teaching the kids about, yeah. you know, we have our own, our compost that we're, that we're doing and we, um, yeah, it just gets gives them a little bit more ownership over the food that they're putting into their body and, and just understanding, you know, my son will be like, you know, daddy, can we have kale? And we'll, can we take this kale and put it in our eggs tomorrow, make a frittata or whatever? And so they just know that it's, you know, where it's coming from. And and, and it does taste better. It right. tastes so good, it does right? Taste better. Yeah. Yeah, I much prefer my tomatoes come right out of my garden or my cucumbers come out of my garden. Yes. Or, yep, it's just so much better. Yeah, it yeah. is. So since we're talking a little bit about this anyway, I was listening to Paul's podcast that you did a while ago um, and you were talking about wine and you both drink organic wine and we have been trying to find a good organic wine for a long time, but everything around here stinks. So I wanted to know if you have a favorite brand or a favorite label. Yeah, no, you know, we've... Um... We've really gotten into the all natural wines that are the sulfite free. Yes. So um, we we instead of doing because you know being in California, we got a bunch of these these memberships to we go up to Paso Robles or right. uh, Sonoma, Napa, and stuff. Lucky. And we while yeah. we're there, I know, I know, it's so it's so nice. That's that's why we're I'm here. You know, that's why I'm still here. It's just the geography and how easily you can go to the mountains, yeah. or the wineries, the ocean, desert. Um, but, uh, but we started, once we started getting into these natural wines a little more, a lot of, a lot of wine shops are doing their own, a lot of all natural wine shops around here are doing their own, um, wine club memberships. So we, oh, we, fun. we canceled all of our California wine club memberships because, you know, yeah, we, we were really, we were getting into like the, the cat, we, we had been doing cabs and pinots and just like classic, like Chardonnays and the classic California stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but our palate started changing a little bit and we like more of like the lighter reds that still have a good body to them, um, yeah. balance. Um, and what, what we do is we'll just check mark the wines that we like that the wine club we, we have. So the, I don't have necessarily wine specific labels that I could recommend, but I have, there's a, there's a wine spot in San Francisco called rock juice. Okay. And it's a all, it's a female owned, wine uh wine shop and you just they tailor so once they know what your pa what you like and what your palate is they'll just tailor your wine club to whatever your palate is oh, so like you'll see a gift. whole bunch yeah. of these like labels that aren't your typical and it's actually you tailor your price and what you want to spend per bottle and like 
we're in the 20 to $30 range. Sometimes we'll splurge with a little bit, a little bit more, but you can get really, really good wines from them for that price. And, um, and it's all sulfite free. So it's like dangerously good. Yes. And, uh, really any headaches. That's no good. headaches. Yeah, yeah. No headaches. And, um, yeah, I know some people, they have like, yeah, they get headaches, they get rashes, they get, you know, yeah. they can really react to this. You yeah. Know? yeah, it happens so. to my grandmother. Yeah. Oh, it does. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same with you, Julie? Yep. Me too. Yeah. My mom too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So check, do. check rock juice out and then they start, they'll just kind of tailor to what you, to what you like. Yeah. That's I'm going to look that up. Yeah. That's a, that's a fun, 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 interesting thing to hear. Um, yeah. I'm glad I asked. Thanks. There we go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> ask me, ask me anything about wine. We, we're, it's a food, it's a food group in our household, as my wife says. Yeah. It's a food group. <laughs> yeah. It's an important one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. With little kids. Yeah. With little kids. We were kids. on vacation oh, yeah. last week and we went to the winery like multiple times. So I think you were there every day. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> there was live music, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, Northern it's Minnesota. Fair. It's not California wine, but you know, we'll take it. You take it. Yeah. After, yeah. after like, th after three glasses, it's just, you know, it all tastes the same. So yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, play a little uh, hard. Let's just say I went on a little girls weekend and we went to a winery in New Hampshire and let's just say it's not a good idea to go to a winery in New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have. Yeah. I, I, I would say I'd have to agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have pretty good wine in Minnesota. Uh, the cold grapes. Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. So we do actually have um, a lot of wineries and pretty good wine. Uh, once again, it's not Napa Valley. I understand that. But we do actually have good choices here. So it's kind of lovely. You can wander into anywhere and get a lot of great choices. That's great. Yeah, and that's the thing about wine nowadays. Is so many people are doing it. You know, so many people are, are talented winemakers now. And they can do it in, in, in different climates and, you know, and just – and it's not just like you're working with the typical grapes anymore. People are – experimenting with all different types and and now like a mixing grape like a cabernet franc or mm -hmm. you know a um carmenere or something you know that they're it's now they're they're making there's it's single origin it's single they make that you you drink that specific like they do a lot of cabernet francs in california now where it used to be just like a percentage of what they do a, a blend having a blend right mm -hmm. right I love it. Fun, fun yeah, talking yeah. about wine. It is, <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> right? Because I'm still on vacation. This is my last day of vacation, so. Oh, <laughs> nice. There you go. Talking about wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got something here. I just don't Oh, there we it. go. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. off to love the side. Got to right. sneak it in. <laughs> Got to sneak it in, yeah. Sneak it in. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to ask a general acting question. What's your favorite part you've ever done in your career? I would say there's a there's a there's a couple uh, for for different reasons. One, um, I did a I did a movie called Steel Toes a bunch mm -hmm. of years ago with David Strathairn. Mm -hmm. um, it was a two hander. It was a play originally in Pittsburgh that went up uh, with, that David Strathairn did the play in Pittsburgh, but it it, it played in a bunch of different cities. Um, but he had he had told the director at that time, the writer director, he said, "Hey, if you ever if you ever do the 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 feature I'd love to be a part of it. And, um, I auditioned for it. I had just shaved my head for whatever reason. And, um, I play a neo-Nazi skinhead in it. And David Strathairn, uh, is it plays a, a Jewish attorney that basically becomes my father figure. And, uh, 
takes me through my trial and um it's a really beautiful story just like um you know these two these two men coming together and and mm-hmm. facing what you know potentially could be me and my my be life in prison for me and uh you know, shifting my priorities and just you know and breaking out of this like this uh you know this the con- the control of the of of the the gang that I was part of you know and okay. so it was a really it was a great movie for because it was such a it was such a demanding role and and it required yeah. so much of my um of myself and just basically I committed so much to it and uh, I it was right at the same time that I met my wife so she was just a saint in dealing with me at that time and uh, and so there was that one and then um, I did a movie called uh, the way of the West, which was okay. about a Mountie and we shot it in the Yukon. And, um, and that was just for the scenery. And also, again, the character was just a really, it was a, it was a character I'd never played before. It was, a, I, I had, I had shot and killed a, a little girl. Um, I, I just left an opium den and, uh, you know, it was like the turn of the century it was basically like right when, um, there was a, a very famous Mountie in Canada named Sam Steele. Mm-hmm. And okay. he was the one that was appointed sheriff in Dawson City during the gold rush. So it was right around that time. And um, and so like when opium dens were a big thing and, you know, and that's, you know, and that, and so anyways, I, I, my character shoots and kills this girl by mistake. And I get sent to the farthest north in Canada to police a town. And uh, and so that movie was really, really fun to shoot. And I wore these like original buffalo jackets, like this night, this 1800 uh, buffalo jacket and uh, and just the the people I was getting to work with and and I, I proposed to my wife up there as well so oh, it, was, it was it was fun we were big well, yeah, campers movies. hikers and yeah. yeah yeah but for Hallmark I'd say like a dream of Christmas perfect catch maybe I, I love working with Nikki Deloach and a bottle with love was one really special one mm-hmm. for me because I love working with Bethany Joy Lenz and we were able to rewrite a lot of that or just give our input on the yeah. on the script on that one um, a lot more. And we changed a few of the, the scenes and they, uh, they allowed us to do that. So, um, I always kept like it in the movie. movie. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. love that movie. That's, that's one of my favorite. Her joy oh, over you. the pancakes is. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? She's, she's awesome. She's like, you never know. She's so unpredictable. I love that. I love that. You love, you love seeing that banter. It comes across on the screen real well. Uh, we we can follow that. So do you do you have any background in like um stage theater at all or that's kind of what got me into acting. I, okay. I high school theater. I was fortunate enough to have my my high school director was uh was the best in Canada and he he did a Midsummer Night's Dream and I I played Aegeus in it and it was 3 months of rehearsals every single day 5 days a week mm-hmm. after school. Mm-hmm. And he was serious, uh, wore the scarf and like yeah. very flamboyant guy. And he um, named Mr. Whitman and uh, John Whitman. And so he got, he really kind of brought it, brought it out in me even more. And, um, and yeah, so that was, I did a little bit of, a little bit of stage. That was my only experience in stage, to be honest. And then, and then I just kept on working in film and television in, in Montreal but it was a great it's a great community good art artistic community there mm-hmm. like really nurturing city for the arts and for actors and musicians it's uh 
they have a, we have a big fringe festival. We have the largest yeah. jazz festival in the world. It's like, and it's just a, it's a creative city, you know, with the French there, the French culture and stuff. Right. That, uh, that's exciting. I can, I can relate to that. We, my, our youngest is very much into music and theater and he's a brand new high school teacher and he just opened his first high school play as the director this weekend. So. Oh, great. So cool. Yeah. Not last year. Cause you know, pandemic, but yes, right. yes. So, <laughs> so that, that, that's fun. It's fun to see him come full circle. It's fun to see those starts on high school stages. I support that so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be fun to see my, uh, my kids potentially do it as well. Right. Right. That's a, that's fun to hear you start in that. So you came right out, right out of high school and got right into acting. Uh, well, it, uh, it actually went even before that. My, uh, I was doing a lunchtime drama program in my elementary school and my teacher at the time was starting a, a, a an agency and she called my mom and she called my mom and dad and, and, uh, said, Hey, can I put your son in my agency? Start sending him out for auditions. And my dad was like, no, 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 I'll keep him in sports. My dad has a, has a, has a brother who's an actor. And I think he saw how mm. difficult it could potentially be. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, uh, but my mom pushed for it. My mom's the art, the artist. And mm -hmm. she's like, no, get him in the arts, get him in the arts, you know? And, and I, I loved it. And I, my dad started driving me to auditions, would take time off work. And he was a school principal. He'd take time off the, in the afternoon, sent, drive me downtown Montreal, 20 minute, 20 to 30 minute drive. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I started, I started booking my first few auditions. And then he was like, Oh, okay. Let's so put put a little money aside for university or yeah. college or something. And um, that I never did that though. I I went straight to LA. I never went to college. I just drove. I just picked up and left when I was twenty years old and drove to Los Angeles with a friend of mine, an actor friend of mine. We bought a car, and uh, and I I've been here for twenty years now. Yeah, I enjoyed um, hearing that story. The first time I heard it was on Paul Green's podcast. So okay. was, yeah, interesting. Yeah. How you gave yourself like what a couple of weeks in LA and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I had I had like a three weeks worth of savings that I could just for well, I had a month of rent that I could at the place that I was staying at and some food and renting a car and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And um yeah, but that would that was it. And then and I think which helped me because that I there was no other alternative except for right. booking a role. Right. Wow. That's crazy. That's fun though. That's a fun story. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, when I look back now, was, I was very fortunate, just like the right timing and, and, and booked a series called maybe it's me and Fred Willard played my dad, which was oh, so Fred incredible Willard, really? to work with him. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the ad lib King, you know, right. they would just and let the, were... sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, they just let the cameras roll after, after we, after, you know, they wouldn't call cut our scene would end and Fred would just go that's super I cool yeah. um i remember you on sabrina okay back in the tgif days yeah that's it yeah yeah that and we're fun. a bunch of we're a bunch of numbers nerds here uh, well, so, uh, <laughs> um well my you know my husband's an engineer oh so your family yeah. yeah our whole family okay so we watch a lot of big bang theory i'm just gonna tell you every time you walk across the screen my husband yells hey because <laughs> <laughs> that's all it is that's basically my my big bang theory uh following patty in the apartment <laughs> yeah do you know that was that was actually I forget that, about was, that. that was funny it was um it was heartbreaking at the same time but it was oh. uh it, go, it went to show that that studio execs and showrunners aren't all you know they don't they're not just windbags 
um, they, I, I, I booked the pilot episode of Big Bang Theory and I booked a recurring role on it. Oh. And oh. I went to the first table read and it was a, I played a, this jock that was dating um, Kaylee Cuoco's character yeah. and Penny. And I was the one that we just had a, we just had a fresh breakup. And that's when she was moving into the building with the, with the nerds. And, uh, and I had like a crew of guys that I was hanging out with, like my football buddies and stuff. And one of the guys was, had to come to my apartment to grab her stuff. And uh, so the first, whatever, the first day of the table read, we're, we're at the table read, things are going, I think was, we're going pretty decent. Next day I come back, two of the guys that were part of my crew were cut, they weren't there. I'm like, that's not great. And then some of my lines are cut down. Next day I come back to set, it's just me. I'm the only guy there left and they cut the whole storyline. So it was just me answering Aww. the door. And then um, I call my manager at the end of the day. I was like, Mark, this is, this is, this does, this is kind of bleak. And I don't know if this is, if I'm going to be called back in a day. And he goes, well, look, just do your work and I'll, you know, hope for the best. I get a call a few hours later. He's like, man, I got bad news because they're, they're cutting the whole storyline. Um, but they said, it's nothing to do with you. You were, you were great. And they promised that they'll have you back in the show. And I was like, yeah, yeah. All right. That's the, they, they all say that, but they really meant it. They just, they offered me that little, you know, little cameo spot, which I was like, okay, well, thanks Bill, Ray, Bill, Bill Pratty and uh, Bill Pratty and um, the other, the other creator of the show, the, the guy that was the kind of the heart and soul, the backbone of the show. What's his name? It's Bill Pratty. And um, anyways, yeah. the other creator yeah, of the show. I would recognize it if I saw it. Yeah. But I, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's on the background at this house a lot. Um, yeah, you were just on the other day. He just yelled it out the again. Hey. The <laughs> and you are a sports guy, by the way. Just yeah, exactly. I'm a sports guy. Yeah, yeah. Sports guy just ran across the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I know what uh, he's talking about. Okay. Speaking of TV shows, we have to bring up when calls the heart, and we have to bring up um, what a good sport you are about being called the skunk. Um, to this day, everybody tags you. I've been and, called worse. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Hamilton was a great character. It was. Um, yeah, it was a lot so, of fun playing yeah. playing Billy Hamilton. That's one of the – it's a role that I would love to have had a few more episodes with just to kind of like just go a little deeper yeah. and explore them a little bit more. It was one of those – again, the the going back to just having a, you know, a very few days to prepare for it and jumping on set. But – it was a lot of fun. Like I had an idea. It's kind of like a build a butcher kind of stuff. I, I was thinking of him in my head when I was trying to create Billy Hamilton. <laughs> well, the look was perfect. The, yeah. the whole look, a little, little scruffy, a little rough. Yeah. A little too smooth talker. It was great. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's, it was, it was a very fun role to play. Yeah. yeah I mean, no, I was only two episodes, but I think it was one of the, um, characters that it kind of has always nobody's ever forgotten you you know i like that yeah, yeah. billy hamilton lives on and <laughs> sure. yeah i love the skunk conversations like on twitter like it gets thrown out there kind of a lot yeah right. oh yeah still yeah, getting no, big that way just roll with it it's great it's great i always think he should roll any press again is, sometimes any press is good press Right. <laughs> I, mean, I always think Billy Hamilton should roll through again sometime. 
He went to jail, but how long did he really go to jail There's for? Been a lot of, you know, there was a lot of talk about that, uh, yeah. about reviving him and potentially him coming out of prison as a, yeah. as a changed man. And, and maybe like a pastor at this point, like wants to be a preacher, um, which I thought was cool. And I was, I was definitely cool. down to do it. Yeah. Right. Oh, they should have done that. Who yep. thought that? That should have happened. Well, maybe, maybe season 10. Maybe season 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hope Billy, for it. Billy Hamilton yeah. back. That's Billy it. Hamilton's back. Yeah. <laughs> we need to start a hashtag for yeah, it. BHB. Bring Billy back. <laughs> yeah. Bring Billy back. Bring Billy back. There you go. Yeah, start it. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag bring Billy back. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Oh, somebody sure. in the comments is saying Brookfield needs a preacher. So if you can't come to Hope Valley, maybe you could go to um, Hope Falls. Hope Falls. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah over sure over at the Chase GAC network. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. That's yes, forbidden territory. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's great. I'm I'm excited. I think I think that the GAC has uh it's it's nice to have more, I mean, more great content for people to watch, sure. right? In that same vein, in that same genre. Right. Yeah. Right. right. But an option now, so that's nice. Yes. Yep. Can yep. watch one show, DVR the other. That's it. Perfect. That's, it's it. True. that's how we work. <laughs> um, just going to ask about little little West. Um, you had something. Is it, are you guys going to continue with the little West juices, or is that moving on? No, we are. I mean, it's uh, look. We we had a very fortunate opportunity to partner with a uh, a group up in Canada. Basically, they uh, they acquired our our brand, our business, but they have been the best partners we could ever ask for. They want my wife and I to stay on, um, you know, on board for an undetermined amount of time um, as advisors and just really keep driving, you know, our ethos and our culture and what we've, yeah. what we've created throughout the years. And, um, and so look at one point when we find somebody that is going that would, that has the same vision as what we have for the business, I think we'll, We'll, we'll gladly let them run with it. Uh, you know, if we find a new CEO in the future and stuff, but mm -hmm. uh, right now it's no, my wife and I are very, very much involved um, more so now than ever, actually, because we're now we're, we're able to do some of these like line extensions and different products and things that we've always wanted to do that we just haven't had the financial right. capabilities to do. So now that we have a little bit of uh, backing and uh, some mm -hmm. support with a larger team, we're able to, do that stuff now. So, you know, we're, we're, we will, can, we'll stay on board for, I mean, we're for sure for another year to two years and then we'll see where it goes from there. So new products. Yes. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, new products. Yeah. We have this really cool, um, like a bag and box that we're doing. We have it at Netflix right now, uh, where for us, like, you know, a big part of what we do, we really want to be environmentally friendly and sustainable and just really try to anything that's cutting edge out there mm -hmm. right now, we try to incorporate. And, you know, it's tough because our margins are, are very slim as is, but um, I think it's, you know, consumers are becoming more educated and, and we also, as, you know, as a, as a brand, we need to also be responsible and looking at the big picture of the planet and everything, you know? Right. So we um we do these these large format it's basically equivalent of nine bottles of juice in a like 
a bag in box, like wine, mm-hmm. wine in a box. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's less plastic, less single use plastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we're doing those and we, uh, we're also launching a, a plant-based water, like a superfood water. Oh, so okay. it's kind of like what vitamin water did with vitamin water back yeah. in the day right. or more, more new age kind of style, but it's called superfood water. Okay. So it's like a prebiotic. It's got oh, greens cool. in there. Yeah. Citrus flavor with lemongrass. Very refreshing. Um, and so we're doing a, a line of those waters. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, so I love the juice in a box. Um, when you have lots of people in the household, bottles of juice is is not my favorite. I You, you need a book. Sorry. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so you can fit this. It's slim. It's slim pack. You fit it right in your fridge. And you just have a little nozzle and you just pour it. Right, like, pour like a soda juice. box. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We maybe we maybe have had those too. But uh, maybe. <laughs> but no, I I love the juice in a box when you have lots of we will have lots of people at our house this week. And um so to have something like that sitting in the fridge would be great. fantastic, right? Um oh yeah, Netflix sure. has been loving this. Like all the employees there. Um, we do the, we do the juice for Apple as well. And we, so they, they, they all, all these companies, right. They also want to try to go for the most sustainable right. packaging. And, and it's been, so it's been, our response has been really overwhelming. It's been great. Right. I love now that. we want to try to get into grocery stores. Yeah. I was going to say that's the consumers next. get their hands on that. Cause I would go buy a box right now to throw in my fridge. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're, I would say just a couple months away from okay. from having it in grocery stores here first, but we, um, yeah, we're we're looking to do it very yeah, soon. Yeah, you need to send them to the Whole Foods over here. I know that's <laughs> the goal. We we uh, we have a really big meeting with Whole Foods Global coming up in the the next two weeks. So we're you know we're hopefully hopefully we, you'll find our juice everywhere. Ooh, fingers crossed. Yes, that would, that would be amazing. Yeah. I need box juice to go buy the box. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have a wine fridge. We would love it. Yeah. Um, Andrew, do you have any um, future, you know, projects coming up soon that we, that you can share with us? We heard to look for you possibly in Tyler's new movie. Um, Who said that? I think it was you. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, I can't keep a secret. I can't keep a secret. Um, So we'll definitely uh, keep our eyes. Potentially, potentially you might see me in there. Um, And, uh, so yeah, watch Unexpected Christmas. Uh, but oh. I know, I mean, mainly, mainly right, right now, Christmas Con and Rama Drama, and I, you know, I know there's going to be a Hallmark movie coming up in the in really soon thereafter in the new year, but I don't yeah. know what it is yet. But okay. um, I know there's going to be one coming up. So, and I have awesome. a few in development as well that I'm that I'm I'm pushing for. Um, one that I'm really passionate about, which is a, uh, actually, I don't know if I, I don't know if I can say it right now. I don't want to, I don't want to put the writer on the spot. We but yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But there's some really neat things that I'm working on right now. And um, I think it was our, one of our follower, followers. She knows everything, Sheila. Um, she had mentioned to me earlier that you do, you have a product, some kind of a production company or post production. I do. Yeah. Look at it. Yes, that's great. So I have a post-production company in uh, New Mexico, in Albuquerque, and we've been working on it for close to a year and uh, trying to educate locals there to keep 
to keep the film industry it within Albuquerque and not have so many people out being outsourced into cal from California coming in. Um, our two partners are locals there and um, it's myself and a friend um, from Los Angeles here that we partnered up on this building and we basically were building a post-production and um, uh, education center as well. So people can come there and just learn about post-production and about CGI and sound design and uh they're also going to potentially run acting classes out of there. We have some friends oh, that work fine. on Better Call Saul and um, Stranger Things shoots there. Yeah. And some directors on Stranger Things have wanted to shoot, have wanted to teach these directing courses there. So Amazing. it's, um, but mainly it's a post-production company that we're launching in uh, Albuquerque. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that uh, keeping things local too and bringing more jobs into an area and expanding people's work skills. I love that. Yes, um, especially with what happened in Albuquerque, you know, with that, with the uh, Baldwin movie, the Alec Baldwin, Baldwin right. movie. That was horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. I mean, you think of, yeah, like how, how does that even happen? You know, right. I, it's, you heard that, the last time I heard of that was like when um, Bruce Lee's son, Brandon yeah. Lee, you know, yeah. on, on his movie, The, yep. the Crow. And, and it's, uh, yeah, it's just a real shame. It's not right. Uh, well, the safety piece is I know, right, I know. something that I see the other end of it when they yeah. come in, when safety things go awry. And, you know, it's just, you're, you, you just can't even, you're just, how, yeah, did, that yeah. how did that happen? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, you're, you're boggled, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and even like the technology that they use with the pack there, you don't even have to have a, a bullet in there that there's enough behind that. If you're close enough, it can be a problem. We have enough computer skills. We don't need that pack anymore. That can go away. Completely. And I don't even use it when I'm using a gun on, on a set. I don't even, I don't uh, use a gun that has an open barrel. Right. right. It's welded shut. I'll never yeah. use it. I just say, guys, that, I don't even want to use no. that other one. There's no, it's pointless. Right. You don't look down. Nobody sees down the barrel. Right. And you, as long no. as it has the weight to it, you know, to give it the reality, I don't, you don't right. need to use something like that. It's unnecessary. Right. Um, Dara is in the chat and she's saying, hey, um, three cousin. men and a baby she's hoping for. Yes. yes. <laughs> I heard her podcast. Yeah, um, it was great. I love her. Oh, great. She's best. awesome. People would watch three men and a baby. Sure. They would be there for right? three male leads, uh, on one of these movies. I, you know, sometimes I think there's a misnomer about what, what people will watch and people yeah. would flock to that. I think so too. Yeah. I loved that movie. And when I was younger and I watched it, I thought it was that movie. Classic. Yeah. yeah, right, classic, and it's been remade. It's just a classic. Like, yes, yes. But a version for um, Hallmark would be fantastic. Bring in. It's bring a no-brainer. Right, right. No, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, we'll make let's, this happen. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's write something and let's get you. Going. I told Paul Campbell, I was like, Paul, write, get, write something for for you, myself, and Tyler. Yes, yes. So he yes. said he's, wor he's working there. on it. Oh, that would be fantastic. We and he's the perfect guy to write it too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be, yeah. you know, people would flock to it. They, I don't think they understand how good that could possibly be. I mean, I don't I understand why they wouldn't understand how good. I mean, let's just, <laughs> I mean, you'd get the, you'd get some comedy, you'd get heartwarming things. You can throw romance in there. That's it. Get everything. Yeah. Yeah. You do it. Make it happen. I know, I know. We'll, right. It can happen. I'm sure it's all in due time, but it'll it'll happen. Yeah, let's get that moving. So fun. Good. Yeah. I love it. 
Um, let's see. We might start our game. What do you think, Julie? Yeah, let's do that now. Okay. We'll finish up here. We'll do a little right. before that game, and we call it suspenders or buttons because of our name. So um, we'll just ask you, and you tell us what you prefer. So baseball or football? Football. Rollerblading or ice skating? Ice skating. Would you rather clean up Play-Doh or clean up slime? Play-Doh. Yeah. Um, kids wake up early or kids won't go to bed? Kids won't go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Cook dinner or wash the dishes? Uh, wash the dishes. Mm -hmm. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Yeah. Same. Uh, road trip or airplane? Road trip. Um, hosting events or attending events? You know, I, I, I like I like both. Uh, yeah. We're big entertainers here at our house. We love having people over. Just the cleanup afterwards. Yeah. But I would say to, I would say that for that only reason, ten, attending. And our last one: streaming at home or movie theater. Streaming at home. Yeah. Especially with kids. Yeah. Yeah. And TVs are so good nowadays. You get it. Right. You get like a 75 inch TV for a couple thousand bucks and it's like beautiful. Right. You know, you're like, right. it's yeah. Right. You don't, have to, raised, you don't have to leave your house. Right. We raised our children well. They last year rolled in with a giant TV and just set it up in our living room for us. So. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Yeah, I know you're reaping all those benefits now, Julie. Right, now. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like telling them how to raise your children well. They stock the wine fridge. They bring the <laughs> oh, there we TV, go. Right? Yeah. Raise them well, Julie. You raise, raise them, them well. well. Know what your goals are. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, yes, we're training my eight-year-old to make the coffee in the morning. So. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Good stuff, Sarah. <laughs> yes, you are taking all the right steps in parenting. He so. loves yes. it. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you so much for having It was a pleasure, us. a very unexpected pleasure, and we're so thankful. It was Thank fun you, and thank you for everybody tuning in. I appreciate you all. Um, thank you for making my Christ Christmas family tree uh, the number one movie of 2021. Yeah. We were blown away and, uh, and so thankful. It was awesome. So yeah. don't leave yet. We're going to um, exit out, and then we'll say goodbye in the studio. Okay, cool. So thank you for joining Suspenders Unbuttoned today. Keep your hearts open and your suspenders unbuttoned.